0: Welcome to Grown
1: Up Kids, a Disney podcast.
0: I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that it was all started by a mouse.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode seven of Grown Up Kids. Ding. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. Wrong podcast for explanation. <laughs> <laughs> for explanation, go and visit our other podcast, Swish and Flick. Anyway, I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And today we are being joined by Nadra Cristobal. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Yay! Thanks. Thank you
0: for coming.
1: So, Nadra, we know her because she is a listener of Swish and Flick. And we were actually lucky enough to meet up with her when we had a trip out to California to go to Disneyland. She was nice enough to meet up with us, eat some Earl of Sandwich. It was a good time. Mm-hmm, She's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we do with all our new guests, we want to get a little bit of her Disney profile. So, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. So, how did you get into Disney?
2: Um, so, I'm one of those people who, if I really like something, I, like, really like it. Like, with Harry Potter, as yeah. you know. We understand. So- <laughs> My poor mom has seen Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid, and Pocahontas, like, enough to have it memorized backwards and forwards, <laughs> because those were some of my childhood favorites. Um, also, I used to live with my grandparents in Southern California. My parents lived with them. And when I was really young, they would take care of me while my parents were at work, and they'd always take me to the parks to do fun stuff. And so... Jealous. It was really cool. (laughs) And so um, one time after we had moved to Northern California, my grandpa drove like three hours, one way to pick me up, three hours back with me just to take me to the parks again. So like, it's just... It's special. It's cheesy to say, but super magical, like getting to go to the parks and stuff that often. Yeah. Oh, and then, sorry. No, you're fine. (laughs) One other thing is that I love how... Like, even now, people can relate to Disney stuff, and it's so nostalgic, and it really brings people together. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So, transitioning from memories, how about, or how did you get into Disney, how about what is your favorite character?
2: I have three favorite characters. My first is the most obvious. Everybody who knows me knows it's Belle. (laughs) Um, I just relate to her. I'm a huge reader. I used to always joke when I was a kid, like, I want a bell sized library.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still do,
2: but. <laughs> yeah, that's a good dream. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And then also, Meg Megara. Yeah. Like. She's amazing. And Mulan, because I love the non traditional and strong and representative women, especially Mulan. She isn't afraid to like speak up for herself mm-hmm. or speak her mind, and that's pretty amazing. That's a good
0: set. Yeah, I think that, like, you know, there's, like, this set of, like, those are kind of the more traditional Disney characters that are, like, very woman-strong and everything, but, like, lately, too, they've just been, like, adding them on. Mm -hmm. I think that Rapunzel's a great one. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that Moana, obviously, everybody knows I talk about (laughs) Moana in, like, every episode. Um, And then also Elsa. Merida. And Merida, Yeah, it just like, I don't know, lately they've just been really stepping up their game. And, and Tiana, love Tiana. Yes, Tiana. So, your turn.
2: What is your favorite movie? I have two, Beauty and the Beast, shocker. Yes. (laughs) Um, I even had the Christmas edition on VHS where she wears like the red dress. I don't know if you've you've seen it. Mm -hmm. But that one and The Little Mermaid. I love Um, me some Little Mermaid. Me too. How
0: about your favorite park? And I have a feeling that your answer is probably going to be different from like all of our other
2: (laughs) guests that we've had on. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, I have not been to Disney World since I was four. And my boyfriend and I, now that we live in Southern California, we have the annual passes. So we can literally go anytime we want because... Or extra and not the most expensive ones. <laughs> we go to Disneyland or California Adventure at least once a week. So
1: definitely. definitely
2: Disneyland and California Adventure. But I honestly couldn't choose between the two because California Adventure appeals to more like us now, older. Mm-hmm. The rides are a little bit more thrilling. But Disneyland has all the nostalgia and the princesses and the castles and the classics. Mm -hmm. So I can't choose, but definitely Disneyland and California Adventure.
1: We won't make you choose. Yeah, I understand the struggle. (laughs) get it.
0: But if I was only picking between California parks, I think I would totally go Disneyland. Yeah, I agree. There's just, like, something about walking in the park that Walt walked in. And, Mm. like, seeing everything that, like, he... Touched and mm-hmm. made come to life. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. something special. Like, you know, I know he had a role in Magic Kingdom, but
1: like, just not like Disneyland. Right. You know. <sighs> so last but not least, what would you say is your favorite Disney memory? I know that's well, tough. I know it really is. <laughs> um, I was gonna
2: joke and say like, besides hanging out with you two in Delta and downtown, <laughs> um, Casey and I got to ignite the night, which is not something that a lot of people know about. Um, I posted a video when it happened and I'll share it to the group, but um, they basically cast members choose a family and they give you this wand and you get to point it at the Mickey wheel and it starts the world of color. And it was the most amazing thing. So um, we are just talking to some cast members. Like we are about to go on cars, but our fast pass is, um, Like, it expired or something. Oh, I remember. The ride broke down. Of Mm -hmm. course. And so, (laughs) yeah. And we had our fast pass. And the park was about to close in, like, 20 minutes. So we couldn't really go on anything else. So we were asking a cast member about it. And we were just asking him nicely. And he was like, you guys are the nicest people that we've talked to all night. Can you stay right here for a sec? We're like,
1: okay. So (laughs) That's always a good sign. It was (laughs) so cool. (laughs)
2: He came back with his um, team lead and they said, uh, we've chosen you as the special family to ignite the night tonight. So we got to stand in this box and it was it was just really cool. It was at a time where we both really needed it, too, because um, it was the one year anniversary of my high school best friend's passing was coming up and his grandpa was just diagnosed with cancer. So it was just a really, really horrible time right before Christmas, too. And the fact that we got to do that, it just, it reminded me again why I love
1: Disney. It's Mm -hmm. truly beautiful. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know, World of Color is the nighttime show that they do in California Adventure. And
0: I have some cool pictures and a little bit of video from it whenever we were there. And I can try and compile some of those and post it for everybody. It's really neat. So that's really cool. It's beautiful
2: so beautiful i cry it's the best it's the best
0: nighttime show that i've ever seen in yeah. any disney park hands down it i mean wishes is like amazing it 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 doesn't beat wishes but <laughs> it's really close to me but wishes doesn't exist anymore which was the old firework show at magic kingdom so i'm gonna let's not talk about that yeah all right now so that we know you better yeah. Um, today we'll be discussing what was actually meant to be Walt's second animated film and is known today as the crowning achievement of Walt Disney Animation. Some tall, tall title there. Mm-hmm. Bambi. <laughs> and Bambi was harder to animate than they had anticipated. I know this is kind of a fun fact, but I'm throwing it into a little intro here. Um, but it got, <laughs> So it got delayed for quite some time, and now it ends up being his fifth animated film. So, that's, that's a long
1: pushback. That's a, yeah, that's a lot. It's not just like, oh, it's supposed to be the second, we'll make it the third. Yeah. No, went all the way to the Second fifth. to fifth. Yeah. But it was worth it seeing as it's their crowning achievement. Mm-hmm. So,
0: all right. Mm-hmm. Do we know what time it is? It's that time. 30. Nervous time. Second. Disney Dash. <laughs> AKA
1: Stress City. <laughs> I can go if you want. I'll go. I'll okay, go. but I gotta pull okay. it up. So you pull up the stopwatch. Okay. My, this one's a little longer than my norm, so maybe you're gonna go over. I don't know. And I've got this cold <laughs> going on. You know, that's my excuse. I'm ready. Okay. Three, two. One. all the animals in the forest go to see the new prince a baby deer named Bambi he befriends Thumper the rabbit and Flower the skunk and they teach him about the forest a big storm comes and after it clears up Bambi's mom takes him to the meadow so she teaches him to be careful he meets another deer for the first time and the great prince of the forest fall and winter come and something super sad, sad happens Bambi grows up and gets twitterpated man sets the whole forest on fire but all is well and Bambi has twins Ooh.
0: 20 seconds I was a little slow in stopping was good that
1: That's was
2: good. really good.
1: Thank you.
2: I I can go next. All Ooh. right. She's feeling brave now. Kind of. Sorry in <laughs> advance if you can't understand me because I'll be talking so fast. I'm excited. That's okay. Alrighty. All righty. Are you
0: right, ready? Right. <gasps> <gasps> I think so.
2: <laughs> All right. One, two, three. And the forest, animals are waking up and excited to meet Bambi. He's eager to learn, and play. And it's taken under Thumper's wing. Bambi's mom warns him to be careful in the meadow where they see the great friends. Winter, Bambi and Thumper play the stone see their friend Flower hibernating. Bambi's mother is shot in the meadow by man. Spring, Bambi, Thumper, and Flower find themselves twitterpated, but Bambi has to fight for Feline. Man is back, and the creatures are forced to hide in the forest and run for their lives. Man's campsite causes a huge fire that destroys the entire forest. Spring comes again, and mirrors the opening scene. Bambi and Feline have two fun, circle of life. Woo!
1: You talk selfish. So <laughs>
0: That's amazing. <laughs> that was 26
2: seconds. It's like my
1: secret talent talking really fast. That was awesome. I think I made a joke in an earlier episode where I was like, at the end of like, when we are really pros at this, we're going to be one of those people at the end of a radio commercial who's like, but, 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 but does not apply. You can do that job right now. You're a pro.
2: Oh, my mom's going to be so proud.
1: Okay, so little fun fact here. You want me to reveal? Sure. Meg did not prepare a 30-second Disney Dash, so for the first time ever, we're doing a wing it, and we're going to see how she does. Yeah, this is going to be bad, because as you guys were saying it, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about
0: that. Oh yeah, I forgot that happened.
1: It's going to be awesome. Like, what do you remember just on the fly? Maybe it'll be five seconds. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. That does not count for the championship, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) All right, ready, set, go.
0: Bambi is born, he's called the little prince, and then Thumper comes and thumps his foot a lot. Uh, (laughs) Then they meet Flower, and they become friends, and they teach him the ways of the forest. He then sees all the seasons, and then his mom dies, and it's really sad, and then he becomes the prince of the forest and has twin fawns.
1: Nineteen seconds. That was pretty good. (laughs) And he thumps a lot. (laughs) All right, are we ready
0: for some history? Yeah. And even doing that, I didn't get the championship. What is the? Isn't it like sixteen seconds or something? Cat did it. I think. No. No. Chrissy did it. Chrissy did it. it. Chrissy
1: did it. All right,
0: history of Bambi. Bambi is a 1942 animated film. Again. Jeez. So long I, ago. I cannot <laughs> believe these films are that old. Um, so it was actually directed by David Hand and produced by Walt. Uh, and it's based on the book Bambi A Life in the Woods by
2: Felix Salton. Um, and yes. Oh, I was just going to say that um, the book is really fun fact about the book. Can I throw in a fun fact? Yeah. yeah um it's often cited as one of the early environmental novels of its time so pretty cool because it was released in 1923 mm. <clears throat>
1: that's super old
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I, mm-hmm. i'll throw in a fun fact too it was actually supposed to be an adult book mm. oh mm-hmm. nice. instead of a children's Not children yeah walt likes to do that yeah he does <laughs> Um, it's true. <laughs> so Bambi was
0: released on August 13th of 1942. And as I said before, it's the fifth Disney animated feature film. Um, it received three Academy Award nominations for Best Sound, Best Song, For Love is a Song, and, an original, and for Original Music Score. I love the score. The score is beautiful.
1: Movie.
0: I was actually... So, like, literally, we just watched this movie, like, two hours ago. And, um... I mean, we had watched it a couple weeks ago, but, like, just for a refresher before we recorded. And I was literally just thinking that. I was sitting on the couch and I was Mm -hmm. watching it and I'm like, God, this music is so good. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorites. It's awesome. Just for, Mm -hmm. like, the background music. Yeah. And the way that it goes to the animation. Like, whenever Bambi's learning to walk... And, like, the music just makes that perfect little, like, moment when his little tail sticks up. (laughs) It's just so perfect. And, like, when they
1: have, like, a bunch of the adult deers, like, jumping off cliffs, there's, like, Mm -hmm. a clang of cymbals. Like, every time it's Mm -hmm. so mm cool. Yeah.
0: Um, And then, so in June of 2008, the American Film Institute presented its list of 10 top 10. So, like, the best 10 films in each film genre. Um, And Bambi placed third in animation overall. And then in December of 2011, the film was added to the National Film Registry of the Library of Congress, which I believe we mentioned about Pinocchio?
1: Yeah, that sounds familiar. I think it was yeah. Pinocchio. So, All yeah. these things I'm learning.
0: I know. I didn't even... <laughs> until we did this, I didn't even know the National Film Registry existed.
1: Right. <laughs> so, mm, that's cool. Yeah. Walt's got a lot of spots in there. He's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... The Fun facts this time are going to be a little different because Nadra is so boss
2: <laughs> that she found
1: all these cool fun facts. So I'm going to let her go ahead and take off first if she would like. Uh, sure. She, she did Katie's job, basically. She did, but I found some stuff, too. It's all good. <laughs> um,
2: okay, back to the author, um, Felix Sultan of the original book that Bambi was based off of. He actually wrote the book about a type of deer called a roe deer, R-O-E. But Walt decided to change Bambi into a mule deer because roe deer are not native to North America, but mule deer are.
1: And maybe he just thought they were cuter. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) But that is true because I know that
0: Walt liked, well, I mean, he wanted, I think that he wanted to have a film that was set in america because up until yeah wasn't this the first one e- yes no there was another one wasn't there the
1: reluctant dragon the I reluctant guess, dragon technically oh
0: yes but That's right. like i don't really animated. consider the reluctant dragon i mean it's not a fully animated yeah. film so yeah mm-hmm. for his feature feature animated films um this was the first one to be set and i know that they pooled I don't know if this is in your fun facts. I don't think that it is. But I know that they pulled a lot of the animation for the forest from the forests in Maine.
2: Hmm. Um, Mm
1: Okay. So. Let's go to Maine and prance to the forest. Yeah. (laughs) Pretend to be Bambi.
2: So I know that animators went to the L.A. Zoo to look at animals for drawing inspiration, but I didn't know that they went to the forests in Maine.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, I mean, you said the, the animators went to the zoo, and I know also Walt literally brought deer into the studio, like, kind of like how he saw in The Reluctant Dragon with the elephants. Yeah. Um, he did the same thing with deer and had them in there for the animators to practice drawing. But for the forest, so as you said, the Bambi who appeared in the novel was a roe deer um, who lived in a European forest in the book. However, since roe deer aren't native to here, he decided to change it to a mule deer, and they are from California.
1: Woo! <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: so Jake Day is one of Disney's earliest and best known animators, and he's from Maine. So when he found out that Walt wanted to use a mule deer from California, he wanted to challenge Walt and say, no, it should be a white-tailed deer from the forests in Maine. Let me prove my point. So Walt sent him to maine to go and like take photos of the forest find the deer and everything um and he did so he like went back home to maine where his family had been he took his camera and his backpack and they went and spent months shooting thousands of photos for what we now know as bambi country um and he disney walt gave him a list of a ton of things that he wanted photographed so that the animators would know what they looked like how they should be drawn and all that kind of stuff so he like had to go through the forest and find all of these things and photograph it for him so some of those things included hazelnuts marsh grass oak leaves pine cones birch bark low bush and high bush blueberries red maple and speckled alder trees um, he also shot trees glittering with ice, snowy beaver dams, and trees charred by fire, which no. are all things that we see in the film. No wonder this took so long to come out. Honestly. I know. For real. Yeah. So we all know that Walt didn't ever pay attention to a budget, let alone a timeline. <laughs> so <laughs> um, this excursion also like made him spend a lot more money on this film than he had anticipated because Jake was there for months. I mean, he saw seasons so that he could take photos of all the seasons (laughs) for them. Um, And he he shot at all hours of the day, sometimes as early as 4 a.m. so that they could get the proper lighting at different times. Um, I mean, it shows. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, you can tell the amount of time that was put into, I think, this film specifically. Like, I'm not saying that they didn't put as much time into Pinocchio or Snow White or something like that. But if you take Snow White, which really isn't even that much older than Bambi, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not. But if you look at the animation style and skill in Snow White and then put it next to Bambi, it's a whole different world. It's a huge difference. It it really is. A whole new world. (laughs) (laughs) Because um, somebody, I don't remember where I read this, but something along the lines of like Bambi being – or Walt wanted Bambi to be perfect, like how he was animated, the motions that he, you know, took like, like a little deer learning how to walk for the first time, you know? And, and people are like, well, he animated deers in Snow White. And it's like, well, yeah, but go back and look at those deer. Mm-hmm. I said deers. I'm sorry. That's not a word. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, go back and look at those deer in Snow White. And like they're, nothing compared to Bambi at all right I mean it's almost like background where it's just like Mm -hmm. like a square with legs (laughs) you know what (laughs) I mean like not quite that bad but like if you're comparing it to Bambi it's a massive difference yeah so yeah like you can tell that that's why this film took so long
2: yeah and can I throw on there this is like a good segue um on the DVD the Bambi DVD that I have there's a special feature where they show some of the actual transcripts from meetings that Walt had. Um, yeah, during um, during the filming and creation of Bambi, he actually had a stenographer go to every single meeting. And so the transcripts that the stenographer recorded was then were then passed along to, every single person who was part of the movie so that they all understood the creative process. And they had had this dramatic reenactment where they had voice actors come on and like (laughs) play the parts. And the person who was Walt was getting really into it and like slamming on tables. And he was just very like, um, I think they showed something about the white tail, but he was like arguing like, this is how it has to be. Mm-hmm. So Walt was really a perfectionist on this one, I think. Yeah, I can yeah. see
1: Walt having like a picture in his head and until it is exactly what he sees in his mind. like it's not gonna be good yeah. enough, you know mm-hmm. which is why we get what we get. We get these amazing movies. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And the special features also they show you the multiplane camera. Um, like them using it. Oh my God, every time and it was so
2: cool. That yeah.
0: opening scene. You can totally see the depth in that opening scene where it's just like panning through the forest and then occasionally you'll see a small part of it animated like the like the creek. You can like see yeah. a creek that okay. is like moving or you can see a bird flying through it. But it's usually only like one thing that's animated and everything else is stationary, but you can tell that they're moving it through
1: the multiplane camera and it's all in different depths. It's crazy now that like I know. I mean like watching this if I, I hadn't seen this movie as a kid, but if I had, I would have just been like, oh, cool, it looks pretty. But, like, knowing now mm-hmm. what that, what the mechanics are behind it, like, yeah. it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. it feels, like, so far ahead of its time. Yeah. It's incredible. 1940-something. Like, I know. that's insane. Well, we all know that Walt was way ahead of his time in yeah. animation, specifically. So true. Especially. I guess Walt originally wanted to show the death of Bambi's mother on screen but the producers felt that it was too grim gonna have to say I agree because it's sad enough just that it's implied you know Mm -hmm. it's
2: traumatizing
1: yeah Yeah, definitely yeah it is do you want to say why you never saw this movie up until now (laughs) I mean my family was a Disney family you know and I was not allowed to see this movie because my grandma thought it would be too sad for me I think my aunt saw it when she was little, and it did, like, traumatize mm-hmm. her. So my grandma's just like, nope, like, you don't need to see it. Um, His mom dies. That's all you need to know. Like, that's it. So I literally watched it's this for the first <laughs> time a couple months ago, maybe. Yeah.
0: I don't think that I saw this movie very many times as a child, but, like, I know that I saw it because I knew Thumper, and I knew Flower, and, like, I loved mm-hmm. those parts of it. But I, I don't think that I watched it, like, all the way through... Very many times, because this isn't one of those movies that I have a ton of memories as a child. Like, Mm
1: -hmm. oh, I know every line or every, you know, I don't know, every scene. I liked what Nature brought up before about how the animators. I think we all talked about it, how they actually went to the zoo Mm -hmm. to study these and how they brought deer into the studio Um, The animators really showed their dedication to the craft when they observed a deer corpse in various stages of decomposition for several evenings to see how the muscles and tendons really worked. Yeah, and it also has a quote about how it it really didn't smell too good. So So not only are they watching live deer to get their movements correctly, they're actually studying, like, the the insides. Yeah, which is, I mean, again, you can tell that they really studied the motion because every little... Step of Bambi's looks like a real fawn, yeah. Especially when he's learning to walk and his legs
2: are like skinny and they like,
0: (laughs) yeah, so awkward and
1: yeah, he's like a little pretzel. It's so cute. (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Bambi pretzel. (laughs) Oh, I found this fact. Um, you know how his mom called it's they say man Mm -hmm. and that there's a man in the forest. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is real, but apparently this was also what the animators would say at the office when Walt was coming down the hallway so that anyone who was slacking off, they would have to, like, you know, shape up really quick. It's kind of like in that Proposal movie where they, like, send a message to everyone that's, like, the witch is on her broom or whatever. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: I like this fun fact, too. The movie is rather economical with its dialogue. Although the animals in the movie speak, they don't speak much. There are fewer than 900 words in the entire film. Um, another fun fact is that some of Bambi's animation sequences ended up being reused in other movies. And oh, we yeah. know, we know that Walt does this a lot. If I don't know. I've seen those, like, videos and stuff on YouTube <laughs> where they compare all the different, like, scenes from different movies. Um, but this one, it says, yeah, that, the little bird in the beginning. The animation was also used in Alice in Wonderland. Oh. And then... Again, the the mama bird covering her little baby birds was reused again in Fox and the Hound.
1: Oh, I like this fact too. Um, Bambi was or the studio considered to make considered making a Bambi Road show. So they were like gonna take this on the road and put it in theaters that had specially like special sound systems, which it's like seems, Fantasia all yeah, over again. Seems to be like a big dream that Walt had to like take these movies and like make them something extra special. Not just, like, a film that you go pay to see, like, an experience. Which Which he ends
0: up doing in, well, I don't know if he knows that this was going to happen, but they end up doing that in the theme parks, which is kind of nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With, like, the 3D and 4D films. So. Do we want to go into character profiles? Sure.
1: There's actually a lot in this one. Yeah, there's more characters than you think. Yeah. Yeah, So you break it down, you know? Mm Mm-hmm especially for how little they talk there's so many characters yeah and like
0: even like some of them don't necessarily even have to talk that much but they still bring something important to the story Mm -hmm. so um first up obviously is bambi um he is very curious and willing to learn learn as soon (laughs) as soon as he's born which i think is um a good another point of like while trying to teach you something about what this movie is about, you know? So like this is about a young fawn. So he's teaching you that deer, as soon as they're born, almost immediately, they're like up and walk up and walking, learning mm. to talk, like day of, you know, which is kind of neat because obviously that's not how humans are. Um so <laughs> <laughs> we're not no.
2: So I like I'm that. pretty sure I came out talking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and then he's also referred to as the young prince mm-hmm. yes
2: mm-hmm.
1: so then we have bambi's mom which i like that neidra pointed out she's like very she speaks so regally and she's, she's always like so a calm. queen or a princess you know i mean like I she mean, technically well she is she is, is, she is right yeah but so she is such the mom like when bambi goes to like rush out to the meadow and she's like no 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 wait <laughs> And then, but then she very calmly explains, like, why you can't do this. You need to be careful. (laughs) If that was my kid, it would have
0: been like, what
2: the hell are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Get back here now. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean,
0: it's true, so.
2: (laughs) Bambi's dad, I don't think it's ever, like, officially mentioned that the Great Prince is Bambi's dad, but it's implied. I always Um, assumed that yeah. Yeah. And then and later in the movie when um he like stops Bambi and he's like talking with him. Um I think it's, you know, easily implied that he's his dad. But Mm -hmm. um Bambi's dad is the great Prince of the Forest. Um he watches over everybody and I think they said he was a great prince because he's lived the longest. Yeah. Or
1: he's just like very wise because he I don't know. He doesn't Protect. get hit by the hunters, yeah. He's survived. Yeah. Um. Then we have my fave,
0: Thumper. <laughs> um, he's curious, playful, and social. Little rabbit. Very blunt, as we know, from all of the things that he says to Bambi. His mom is constantly so like, what did your father <laughs> tell you? <laughs> and then his little... I'm thumping. That's why they call me thumper. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he's easily amused by Bambi, how he's learning, how Bambi is learning. And he's very funny with making fun of him a little bit, but also encouraging him and helping him in his adventure to learn. How to just be a deer.
1: I like how he's just like, you're wobbly. And his mom's like, Thumper. And he's like, well, he is. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think it's like a big brother kind of a thing. Yeah, how I yeah. Like, Thumper is encouraging him, but he's also like poking fun at him. Women. Like, haha.
1: Yeah. ha-ha. <laughs> totally.
2: Yeah. Oh, and another thing about Thumper that I liked um, is how I think... Megan, and in an earlier episode, you said how Walt likes to be educational with his films mm-hmm. since he knows children are watching it. So there's this part where Thumper and Bambi are like, they're eating flowers or blossoms or clovers or something. And Thumper goes, No, 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 just eat the blossoms. Don't eat the green parts. <laughs> <laughs> and Thumper's mom is like, What did I tell you? Or what did your father <laughs> tell you? And he's like, Need to eat all of them, not like I need to eat my green so I can be strong or something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like my mom yelling at me for eating the marshmallows out of Lucky Charms and not the whole thing. Not that like Lucky Charms are good for you. But you know, making it even worse. Yeah. <laughs> so then we have Friend Owl. Does he have a name? I don't think so. I but think he's called Friend Owl. I think you're right. I think yeah, Bambi calls him that. When he's like all grown up, he's like, Friend Owl, mm-hmm. don't you recognize me? Um, but he's like the very wise owl. He's kind of grumpy, in my opinion, which is funny because yeah. he's a little bit of comic <laughs> relief. Um, he can be so sweet, but they can just be like such a grump. Um, yeah. but me and Meg are talking about how all the a lot of the owls in Disney movies look the same. Like this owl looks almost identical. Sleeping Beauty as well. Oh yeah, Sleeping Beauty, um, the one in Wayne The Sword in the, the Stone. Stone, yeah, even Winnie the Pooh, and um, Big Mama in Fox and the Hound. Yeah, they all look the same. They all look very similar. Yeah,
0: so I guess that's another um, example, possibly, of reused animation. Not necessarily, like, specific scenes that were taken but just like the general idea of what the character looks like is pretty similar. And honestly, well, if you look at any of the forest creatures, they all kind of look the same throughout the early animated films. If you look at the little critters in Snow White and then you look at the little critters that are running around in Bambi, they're all pretty similar.
1: Well, also like Blue is in like 800 movies. Mhm. He's Blue, he's I think Little John. Yeah. And then somewhere else, I think too. Yeah. Yeah. Reused animation. Hey saves money Mm -hmm. when you're a walt you gotta do that so (laughs) the next character is flower i think he's
2: a little flirty and playful and oh he's also used by walt for a little bit of educational stuff when he's hibernating Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um they're like what are you doing he's like i'm hibernating all of us flowers do it (laughs) And and then he's like um wake me up when it's spring again or something like that
1: (laughs) yeah you're totally right (laughs) so cute yeah um then
0: we have feline 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 who is the female deer who becomes bambi's love interest she is doesn't like
1: her very much the first time
0: (laughs) (laughs) she's playful and curious which seems to be a pattern with a lot of the characters in this film which is fine Mm -hmm. um And excited to talk to Bambi, but Bambi is shy and nervous, not a fan of her
1: at the first. Um, Uh, Whenever his mom's like, aren't you going to say hi? And he makes that face. He's just like, "Nope, no, that is me as a child. Like, don't make me talk to anyone. (laughs) No one. She is the first deer besides
0: Bambi's mother that he's ever seen. Mm -hmm. So I think that kind of throws him for a loop a little bit. But then, yes, eventually she ends up being Bambi's mate. And he has to fight
1: over her. Mm -hmm. But he wins. Oh, he wins. Oh, he wins. He kicks some serious deer butt. Yep. (laughs) So last but not least, we just want to mention the character of Man. Um, Yeah. Not good in this film. Clearly. We are not painted in a good light in Bambi. (laughs) No, we're not.
2: And neither are Dogs. No. I literally wrote when I was like watching it, I wrote down the first time ever I've disliked a dog. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Those dogs were barking at Feline and chasing her up the um... that cliff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I think it's I think we can learn a lot from the light that um man is shown in this because we see it from the animal side, you know, like don't run out in the middle of a field because we don't know if man is around and you can get shot. And we die as we see Bambi's mother dies, which is really sad. And then um, we see irresponsible campers set this blaze that destroys mm-hmm. this home for all these creatures. And we see them all have to flee. And, I mean, Bambi almost dies trying to get away. And I'm sure that animals die and they just don't show it yeah, to you. of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Walt probably wanted to show that too. <laughs>
0: hope not all right that was a
1: lot we had a lot on bambi yeah so oh wait i have one more fun fact okay i think this was the first film that they used oils in as opposed to regular watercolor
0: because walt
1: liked the quality of it better Hmm. so he actually had like oil painters come in and teach his watercolorists about it so that's also why it took longer because it's just a totally different technique. So you have to learn something completely new, which shows how much dedication he puts to like what he wants. Yeah, but you can even see like if you look at the colors in it and like how they painted it, which you get a little it's glimpse more rich. Of. Yeah, you get a little mm-hmm. glimpse of it in the Reluctant Dragon when they're painting one of Bambi's cells. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a different look. Yeah, it's definitely more like saturated and yeah, more painty. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Yeah. How about we go around and say our favorite characters and scene.
1: Do you uh, want to do it together? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can go first because I have it right here in my head. <laughs> right here. I have it ready and available.
0: Um, so my favorite character is Thumper because he's so cute and so funny. And then to tie into that with my favorite scene is whenever Thumper and Bambi are on the ice.
2: Oh, you stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just so cute, and also, like the music with that part. I don't know. I just like that whole scene is
1: just really adorable, and I dig it. You told me when we were watching it that that scene they actually acted out like they did the beings used, acted it out they
0: yeah, they had humans act that scene out so that they could see how they should animate the animals on the ice because they didn't want to put animals on the ice like that so they like had people go on the ice and they watched how (laughs) they would like spin or
1: like glide on the ice (laughs) that's so fun
0: yeah so
2: that's
1: me major you can go because i'm still thinking
2: Okay, well, I'm basically just going to copy Megan. Um, <laughs> That's fine. Thumper. Thumper is my favorite because he's just so cute. And I like how they throw in the little educational bits mm-hmm. for him. Um, And the scene where they're on the ice, it's just so funny because Thumper is, like, gliding through. And he's like, come on, it's easy. And he doesn't understand that Bambi doesn't have the same paw type of things as him. Yeah is struggling he's like why don't you get this
0: (laughs) yeah thumper is just like so skilled at it just like look gliding along on his butt (laughs) holding his little feet in the air and then bambi is like dude how are you doing that
1: (laughs) i love how he's like isn't this a swell time bambi's just like "Mm -hmm." uh sure like he like nods but he's like nah (laughs) okay my favorite character is bambi because he's just so innocent and cute and i love how we get to watch him from literally newborn to like I mean parents Prince of the hood. forest. Yeah, Prince of the Forest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just love watching him learn and discover things. Both through like from his parents, like his mom's view, but also like Thumper's view. You know, like mm-hmm. his older brother kind of best friend. Um and my favorite scene is when he talks for the first time like he's learning to speak the word bird which is just so cute and then he mistakes a butterfly for a bird and it just shows like it's another flying thing why wouldn't it be a bird and i I love watching him learn it's so cute that was
2: really cute i forgot about that part Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like bird.
1: (laughs) and then they go into flower and thumper loses his mind laughing because that's not a flower (laughs) yeah it's just so
0: adorable Um, I agree. I have a feeling that when I say my least favorite (laughs) character slash scene, everybody's going to agree with me. Yeah, this is going to be a quick one. (laughs) My least favorite character in this movie is man. Boo on man. Yeah. We suck. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And scene is Bambi's mother's death. Yeah. Yes. It's just so emotional. And they capture the emotion of it so well.
1: It reminds me of when, like, Simba's looking for Mufasa. Yes! And calling it's the Dad, same Dad. emotion. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just calling around, Mom, where are you? Yeah. So but sad. at
2: least at that point, like, the great prince is, kind of, introduces himself to Bambi and takes care of him. That doesn't make it any better, but.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. at least he had someone. He wasn't just, like, a total orphan.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: But,
0: God, man, sucks in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Bad we're the worst sad and not just in the scene where like bambi's mom is shot but like also in the fire like Mm -hmm. you mentioned and it's just like sometimes man just doesn't think about other things but themselves and we can kind of transition this into like what we took away from the movie um Mm -hmm. Because a lot of it for me has to do with environmentalism, and making sure that you think about more than just
1: yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> we aren't the only ones on the earth. We share it with a lot of things. Yeah, yes we do. I think that that's the biggest takeaway for
0: me is just that you know care about the environment, care about the animals that live in the in
2: the on Earth with you. Um, it's not all about you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I took away from it, too. I mean, I'm a huge environmentalist. Um, I studied environmental... I originally studied environmental science in undergrad, and I started a recycling program at my high school because I lived in a conservative town where they didn't really care about that. And so (laughs) I was always... Thank you. I was always, like, the weird girl who always took care of the recycling. So um, this movie just reminded me... Like, why I'm such an environmentalist, because, like, the impact that our actions have as humans, a lot of people don't think about how it affects other creatures. Like, they, you know, they see animals as not as important, and this, I don't know, just seeing all the animals run from the fire reminded Mm -hmm. me, like, we as humans have got to be more conscientious of our actions, and...
0: Yeah, definitely hmm Yeah, I also liked that you put um you put into the doc that Paul McCartney also credits Bambi mm-hmm. for his animal activism. Um That's powerful, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. For sure. Walt changing lives.
0: Just be conscious of what you do and make sure that you know that it's not just all about us.
1: Mm-hmm. So I can't say it any better than that. That's my
0: soapbox for the episode.
1: <laughs> I think all of us are up on that box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, okay, so lastly, something that we noticed this time around while watching, as opposed to maybe when we were a child watching. Katie
1: never saw it as a kid. I'll set this one out. Um, <laughs> I wasn't allowed. I'm sorry. It was but not I allowed. have.
0: <laughs> I have to say that what I noticed the most is like the aesthetics of the multiplane camera. I think Um, I never appreciated that or noticed it as a child. But like now that I know what that camera is and what it does, um, I could see it like plain as day in many scenes. And it just made me appreciate the art, the artistry that goes into these.
2: Mm -hmm. I think for me, when I watched it as a kid, I didn't watch it. It wasn't one of those that I watched over and over and over and had memorized, Mm -hmm. but when I did watch it, I think I was so focused on that one horrible part that I never really appreciated anything else. So, yeah. watching it now as an adult, I feel like um, all the cute little parts that we've been talking about the whole episode, like those are standing out to me now more than the horrible yeah. part. So,
0: yeah. I never like realized... I- how
2: cute and funny it was mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: like I really love the scene where Bambi sees rain for the first time and then that song kicks in where oh, it's so, like oh, so, good. so the rain on the leaves and ugh, I love that scene too it, it, that would mm-hmm. probably be my honorable mention scene behind <laughs> <laughs> behind the skating mm-hmm. um but yeah there's yeah there's so many good parts to it that I think were overshadowed by by the sad part whenever we were children I agree with that mm-hmm. too
1: yeah definitely all right,
0: Kate, do you want to do our Disney memory?
1: Sure. This week's Disney memory comes from Samantha Goddard. I have so many favorite Disney Disney memories, but one stands out. It is also associated with some of my favorite Christmas memories. When I was six years old, I got my first boombox. Shout out for boombox. <laughs> for Christmas. With the boombox, I got two CDs, Britney Spears, yes, ah, and Disney's awesome. Christmas collection. Oh, I would have been all about that. <laughs> I, I immediately...
2: Britney spears <laughs> what was yours? Hanson. Oh, hansen good
1: charlotte okay good charlotte i immediately popped in the disney cd in the boombox and learned all the songs within 24 hours i will forever love that version of 12 days of christmas while my grandparents will always groan whenever i play it that christmas was also the first christmas in which my grandma introduced me to mickey's once upon a christmas that mo- Which, side note, I added Mickey's Once
0: Upon a Christmas to our list, and Yay. she's going to be joining us for that episode. Hey. So
1: Thanks, Samantha. <laughs> that movie has become one of my holiday favorites, and almost 20 years later, I still watch it at least twice every Christmas season. I love that movie. Disney has had such a huge presence in my life since practically day one. My grandparents raised me, so I'm very close with both of them. I'm lucky enough that I have, I still have them both with me. But I often think back to being a little girl who would watch The Lion King and then suddenly Grandpa would join in and singing Colors of the Wind in the car on long drives with Grandma. From pictures of me in a Lion King outfit, a Halloween as po- Pocahontas, as well as Mulan- a Mulan-themed birthday party, Disney has been there like an old friend, a warm hug from my grandma, and a cozy blanket on a sick day. These movies will always bring me back to an easier time, and I'm so glad that I get to be a grown-up kid. Aww. Oh, thank you yes thank that's you that's so that. cute I love that you can associate it like it's a special kind of nostalgia to you like it reminds you of your grandparents and
0: that's kind of how it is for me too I feel yeah. similar to that I
2: feel it's... like that's why people like it so much yeah, yeah it's just Nostalgic. it holds so
1: special memories it's like a I don't know Disney is just like a such a deeper nostalgia than like other things mm-hmm. So, before we go into all our sign-off stuff, I want to send a special thank you to Nadra. She's been awesome this whole episode.
0: Yeah, you, like, killed it
1: with the notes and basically did our
2: jobs for us, (laughs) (laughs) so... We love it.
1: Just my crazy
2: type A showing. We love it. (laughs) We hope
1: you come back. I'm sure you're probably scheduled on a future episode.
0: (laughs) I know that you are, so you're good, yeah. (laughs) She was, like, first to claim Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) Oh, of course.
1: (laughs) That's not for like, a while, but.
2: Amazed.
1: But thank you for taking time out of your night and hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, you for having me. This was a blast. I'm so excited. Yeah. All right. So grown up kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, and TuneIn. So make sure you make sure I can't talk. Make sure you subscribe so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available. You can also find us on social media and join in on the
0: conversation. We're on Facebook at Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast and Twitter and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod. Um, We also have a Facebook group that is attached to our Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast Facebook page. So make sure that you join there because that is where people are most active. Um, Lots of fun facts getting tossed around. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, so also please email us at grownupkidspodcast at com and send us your favorite Disney memory to be featured on an upcoming episode. Um, it could be anything Disney related, whether it has to do with the parks, movies, neither of those things, just something Disney. <laughs> yeah. um, send it our way and we'll be sure to read it. So thank you so much for listening. Make sure to watch Saludos Amigos ahead of next week's episode.
1: And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place,
0: welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.